0: To say who's in the studio starting from down there and then working your way up
1: what's up it's your boy come out oh
0: wow whole <laughs> like 95 90s r&b do you know what it
1: is someone did a, a um look through like a, a throwback of bow wow's the cribs episode when he was like 18 so it just got me back to 90s r&b so you're right what's up everybody <laughs> hope you're good it's your boy <laughs> come out in the building
2: well me with a humbler approach. This <laughs> is <a> storm again.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, much much more normal, I'd yeah. say that what it is. Um, and Eliza. So today we are gonna talk about goal setting. And we're not going to be like flouncy and fluffy with it because um, a lot of speakers or motivational people have a tendency to be like, oh, set your goals. Uh, It doesn't really mean anything. And actually I have a bit of a problem with the way people are setting goals anyway at the moment. Um, So Mm. I guess, do we want to talk about firstly what a goal is? Who wants to start off?
2: Storm okay um, so for me a goal is something that you want to achieve either in the near future or long term I don't believe it's something where you're like it would be nice to have this but I don't I don't really know if I'm going to I think if you're setting a goal it should Kamal
0: be... being like the next pop star or yeah um,
2: the next yeah star. wow mm. yeah mm, maybe not <laughs> Maybe not rugby, though. Maybe just oh, definitely
1: <laughs> not rugby.
2: <laughs> but yeah, something where you know, okay, this is something that I want and I intend on having it either soon or in the future.
0: Yeah, Kamal.
1: Um, to me, a goal is a a specific. Very
0: like the hand action. It's like <laughs> it's got to be there involved. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. A goal is a specific outcome. You are committed to achieving
0: fair enough yeah i think a goal is something that it's not easy to get it is something that you have to work hard for but it's not um kamal always says like don't be realistic i don't think it needs to be like oh tomorrow i could go and get that but i think it does need to be like i am not going to be the next footballer number one because i don't really like being outside Uh, so that's a big problem so like Storm said I don't think it could be so far to the left where it's unrealistic I think you should be able to get there but I think it should take hard work to get there because otherwise achieving a goal is you're not you don't feel like you've achieved anything really it's pointless having a goal
1: absolutely and this whole thing of like not being realistic I I I find it funny when I say it and people then Get rid of any common sense filter <laughs> and like, oh well in that case I'll be a
0: professional.
1: <laughs> I had the conversation the other day I said, Is it realistic? To say I want to be a professional footballer. And I was like, Well, I don't know, you're good at football. I'm, like, I'm alright. Like, okay, well that's that's an issue, but we'll go with <laughs> we'll we'll roll with alright. Do you play for a team? No, not at the moment. Okay, do you do trials? Yeah, I used to. Hmm. Okay, cool. So no, professional football isn't a goal for you right now because your actions so far haven't shown someone who wants to be a professional footballer. So that's a a ridiculous goal to put down for yourself. Now, if the answer to those questions is, yes, I play for a team. Yes, I go to trials whenever I can. Um, Yes, I practice four times a week. Write down professional footballer because your actions are that of someone who has a goal to become a professional footballer. So it's about what you are actually willing to do. And the realistic bit is just are you willing to realistically do what it actually takes to make that thing a reality?
0: I also think like goals aren't just around your career development money. Like I personally had, I I have like two different goals. So I have like my personal goals that I can go and do purely by myself. Um, Like during lockdown, when lockdown hit, I was like, oh, I'm going to go and do a master's because I'm not doing anything with my time. So why not? And I think that you can have those personal things. And sometimes the personal outweighs the career. So I always wanted to be a mom and have kids first. That was my number one. So I had kids quite early. I got married quite early. And then like the career was secondary. But I think it's important to have those two because otherwise everything is focused on your career. And if you work for someone and something like the pandemic hits, your goal is sort of off tapered and you can feel like, well, I've been working so hard towards that one goal and now somebody else has taken control of it. Whereas if you still have your personal goals, you can still go and achieve your personal goals and then develop like more um, professional ones. So I think it's really important to have both sides. Mm. Do you feel like you set goals?
2: Yeah, I set little goals and I set big goals because we were having the talk about small Mm. progression still being relevant progression. So for example, I wanted to be a stylist at one point and my little progressions was i'm going like i'm going to dress nicely as in mm. presentable every single day in a different style so i learned what different styles they could be and even though it was little and it was only to do with me mm. it still con- like contributed to me understanding how to be a stylist and what that would mean for somebody else um so yeah big ones and little ones
0: yeah i think that's really oh. important i like the fact that like it's something that you have control over yourself to do. I think that's so important. Um, mm. I guess one of the issues that I have at the moment is people seem to be, like you said, they seem to be like goal setting and they're either like all the way so extreme that it's unreachable. It's like, oh, let me be the next Kim Kardashian. Let me be <clears throat> the next Molly Mae. And it's like, okay. And probably then still get offended by when Kim Kardashian's <laughs> going to get off the <laughs> <bathroom> work. <laughs> Um, And then on the flip side, you've got people that are like, oh no, I'm absolutely fine. I'll probably just go and claim benefits. Mm. And for anyone that like has sort of that, that to me is not a goal. That to me is a necessity that someone has to go through because in turn, it, t- it actually is quite a lot of work. I think people like have this opinion of people that claim benefits of not doing anything. It's not true, actually. You've got a lot to, like the government asks you to do quite a lot. You have to go and apply for quite a lot of jobs. You have to turn up at careers fairs. And in addition, there's so much paperwork that goes into you claiming those benefits in the first place because as much as the politicians would like you to believe that it's really easy to claim benefits in this country, it's actually not. Having had to do such maternity pay, when I was pregnant with Hallie, because my employer let me go, which is another controversial <laughs> thing. Um, it was the hardest thing I think I've ever had to do because I've never had to fill out a government form before. And they, you literally need to know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ask the details of your life. So if you don't like school at the moment, you don't like college at the moment, uni wasn't for you because you don't really like being told what to do, claiming benefits is not an option not for you because they will—they could cut it off tomorrow and that's it. Um, there's no like, or they just ask for you the money back if they overpaid you. And I think like, that's another thing, isn't it? Like you learn as you grow up. I I know one month I took more statutory and pay, and I was like, ha, 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 the government won't know. And then like six (laughs) months later, they're like, you owe me 300 pounds. And you're like, what? What? How did you see that? Um, And they do. And sadly, um, they will monitor us down here before they monitor Starbucks, um, even though they could probably get more money from Starbucks, but there we go. Because yeah.
1: why not? Absolutely. There's there's a real safety in setting goals that, you know, you know you could achieve. You know you could pull off. And the danger there is that you're never going to actually get to know what you could do. Like, mm. you will live a life where, fair enough, you do just enough. You do the job you know you can reach for. You go for the relationship. You know you probably could manage not the other person you want to be with. You do all those sort of behaviours all that's going to happen is your entire life's going to be like, all right. Your relationship's I
0: mean, you know? the really funny one. Have
2: you ever like, like I know I've been with people that I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, they'll do. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I like them enough. hundred <laughs> percent. Right now. Yeah. You
1: know, like this is going to be serious. It's six months. Yeah. And... Yeah, absolutely. Right. But imagine doing that forever and then in all areas of your life as well. Like that's not fulfillment. And I feel like we're not, uh, chasing or working towards fulfilment enough like the fulfilment isn't when I achieve the goals that I know I can do The fulfilment mm-hmm. is when I'm like all my days I just did this thing that I've always wanted but I thought it was out of my reach you know if you're setting goals correctly you're saying this is where I'm at now I'd love to be there I'm aware that I'm not good enough like I'm not in a place right now that I could achieve that yeah. so that's my goal and yeah. then you work and then you get better
2: yeah I think people confuse failure and not being there yet with the same thing. Cause a lot of people will feel like, because I can't do it tomorrow, I can't do it all. So I'm not gonna aim for it because it's just not gonna happen. But you put in the work and you get the results. It's like with anything else. And also a lot of people set goals that they know they can't or won't achieve, or won't put in the work in to achieve because they're used to failure and it's comfort in failing. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, I wanna be the next Beyonce, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get singing lessons, dancing lessons, nothing. I expect to fail but when I do fail I'm gonna turn around and say I told you I couldn't do it so I'm not gonna Mm. try anything else so it's like a safety blanket
0: yeah I think like that um, thing of goal-setting and then actually like feeling something I know I've definitely changed but I said I'd say it was quite early in my life like my mum definitely like pushed me to my limits growing up which at first was absolutely horrible because you would get put into like situations where you would feel No confidence whatsoever. And you'd be like, I cannot do this at all. But you then forget about other people's opinions. My mum always used to say, like, no one cares what you do. Like you could fail tomorrow, that's on you. You could do really well tomorrow. Again, no one cares. Like, no one is there to go and sing your praises forever or also tear you down forever. It'll last a period of time and then it will stop. And I am now so cheeky in the things that I do and the things that I go for. Like my audacity is mad, but it's because my goals are so big. I am absolutely fine contacting various CEOs of multi-million pound companies. And I don't feel a way about it because they just won't talk to me if they don't want to. I don't feel any sense of rejection or um, the fact that I failed in that department. It's like, no, I know I was being cheeky in the first place. So fair enough. And I think actually it makes failing easier when you're going for something harder because, mm. like, as long as you can do it and you can set there, because otherwise you won't ever be given the opportunities. But if someone sits you there and goes, okay, do this for me, and you go, oh, actually, I am being a little bit cheeky here. I think that's above what I, my yeah. pay grade sort of thing. You go and do it. And then if you get positive feedback, you're like, oh, <laughs> wow. Maybe I'm I'm than I and yeah. if you're bad, you're like, well, I sort of knew anyway, but it's given me pointers to improve on. And the fact that you've even gone for that is, great in the first place so i think it's all about i think you're right being going to do something big is where really you get the best positive reinforcement otherwise there isn't any because you're like oh well i know i could have driven to mcdonald's and got something that's fine whereas actually like making those chips at home from potatoes like something (laughs) basic like that it's like oh my god even if they taste awful you cut up some potatoes and you bothered to even try like well done so I think I think you're right and I think it's all about like making sure that you're moving up and fulfilling those purposes. Otherwise you're stagnant and things can get quite boring and then you do think yourself as a failure because you're not growing anywhere.
1: Yeah, you get into this these cycles. And I guess what you what you've got to be careful of is going, all right, I've got this goal, uh it's it's ahead of me, I'm going towards it. But being able to detach and it sounds easier than it is, but detach the emotional like value of yourself with the goal that they're two separate things you are a valuable person just because you've won the lottery being alive like you're a human being you're you're living it like you're in a beautiful place you've won now when it comes to this goal you're rubbish so let's have a conversation about that what do we do how do we get better and you just track it honestly am i getting closer wicked happy days did i get in close today no i didn't wicked happy days why didn't i let's go back in let's figure it out cool let's go again and it's like being harsh on yourself when you need to but also having love for yourself the whole entire time and understand that they're two very different things i remember were certain like conversations i had with teachers that i don't think teachers would be allowed to have now but they were really helpful i got an a in history what passed my history teachers class and i heard oi loser I've turned around i was like who are you talking to he goes you i was like me have you seen my grades he goes yeah have you seen your grades like, yeah, I got an A. He was like, You should have got an A star. And I was like, Damn. <laughs> like, thank you. Like, and and I don't think he realised like how much that conversation me- meant to me. But it was someone who had said, Cool, your goal's good, but I know you're capable of more. Mm. And I think we're we're in danger of being so uncomfortable with this idea of goal setting and so so scared of failing that we never Experience or never try to get to that more, or never ask ourselves, can we do more? Yeah. I think there's literally. It looks
0: like it's going to land in our, in our garden. I'm
1: going to say that's like a series of fighter jets
0: <laughs>
1: doing some kind of display directly on top of the studio. <laughs>
0: so that's interesting so we've talked about goal setting we've talked about reaching for me i know personally i do at least something like once a week or once every other week that makes me nervous and makes me stressed nice. so i'm curious because both of you talk about goal setting <laughs> so do you feel like you're pushing yourself at the moment storm
2: if i'm being honest not as much as i could be but um even with being in this job be, like being a something that I've never done before Mm. every time we go somewhere I'm like I know Kamal's gonna make me do something that I don't want to do and last time it was because I fiddle a lot he was like right lanyard off can't fiddle with that right cardigan off can't fiddle with that and then you're just stuck there but it kind of gets you out of your head when you're thrown in the deep end like that so I feel like with this job I'll have a lot of those barriers that I will overcome fair
1: um I think I'm challenging myself when it comes to the business a lot. Like I am in a place where I'm trying to learn as much as I can because the whole like lifestyle business, like one man band, two of us, easy. i can do that. Do you know what I mean? When it's like, okay, now you've got staff to think about, now you got team members, now you got to make sure everyone's moving in the same direction. It makes you double check, well what is the direction? How clear am I? I think I'm clear, but they've asked that question. So I'm not clearly I'm not communicating as clear as I could be. So So that's, I'm definitely stretching myself in that sense. Um, I play football now every Sunday. Now anyone who's ever seen my speeches knows how my relationship with football is. And I can't believe how nervous I still get. I've played. Oh,
0: so nervous! Even when even when you go and speak, to this day you still get nervous.
1: That's <laughs> what you're talking
0: about. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: yeah, do. No, I do. He'll get... go.
0: I've got stomachache. I've got stomachache, and I'll go. No, it's nerves. And he'll be like, No, it's not. And I'm like, Every time you go and speak, or every time you go and play football, it's just nerves. It's like butterflies.
1: Yeah, I get, a, I get, a, I get a poorly tummy before I speak. But before football, oh my gosh, my head is all over the place. I'm like, I need to watch a YouTube video on how to to the, like. I'm so out of my comfort zone when I go and play football um, and I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying not being the best player on the pitch, mm. which is always like, I'm normally quite comfortable in my arenas of where I'm at, do you know what I mean? There's there's not many people who will throw me off my game or make me feel nervous once they've, they've done their thing. Football? Oh man, I'm looking side to side like, yo, these guys are sick, that guy's great, this person running at me, he is quick, if he gets... And it's, yeah, that's probably my biggest stretch area, actually.
0: I think it's that level of self-awareness. But interestingly, you say about, like, the competitive side of things, slightly bridging off to, like, a different subject. But obviously, the idea of, like, competition mm. has massively, like, gone from society. Like, I know that when I say to Holly, like, who was the winner in your class or whatever, mm. it's very much like, oh, no, there wasn't any winners. There wasn't any losers. Just this person ran the fastest and i'm like so they won um, there's no argument about that they just won so i think like competition i know competition for me is like vital i love having some competition it makes me work harder it makes me better um in my everyday life and i have lost Mm -hmm. before and i know how bad that feels Mm -hmm. so for me i always want to win equally if i don't win it's not a case of being like this is the worst thing ever and i'm really bad it's like i clearly didn't work hard enough i need to go and do better now um so in regards to like competition i guess how do you feel about competition did you do it are you still like do you like competition or not
2: i think competition's a very valuable thing to have especially when you're growing up because there's people who don't try unless it's against something else or because mm. nobody wants to be told they're better than you so yeah, as soon as soon as you're put in that situation where it's like okay it's me against you mm. i don't want to be the one having to stand there and be told you're better than me so i'm gonna put all my effort into this that's it and it also makes people less sensitive i feel like because when you do lose you're like okay i lost why did i lose either i mm. didn't try hard enough or maybe i did try hard enough but you yeah. had something that i don't so then it kind of lights the fire under you to be better next time and avoid feeling like that. Yeah, I agree.
1: Competition is everything. Like <laughs> I had the wrong person but like a neutral on this. I'm not, I'm not neutral. Competition is important. If we can make everything competitive, that'd be beautiful. I think competition is healthy. It's needed, it's necessary. It got me better GCSEs, it got me to be a good partner in a relationship it got me to be a good dad it got i'm competitive in in everything now yeah there's times where okay this isn't a competition um you know have have a normal energy with it but the thing that works for me is competition i'm trying to win i'm trying to crush you i'm trying to be the best i'm going on a stage and i want anytime someone comes to speak afterwards you're like yeah they were cool but it wasn't it wasn't like it didn't touch me like when when Kamal spoke it didn't because that's what's going to make me do better next time it's going to make me give you like all my energy I'm trying to compete I'm trying to win even if the winning doesn't benefit me in any way
0: yeah what I would say is um I guess, like, you're quite an interesting person because I would say he is what you sort of said in regards to when you're not in competition, you don't try as hard. You need competition in order to succeed. But also, because you're so competitive, you can sometimes get bogged down mm. in the competition where you then analyse absolutely everything and you get quite emotionally invested. Yeah. So if there is somebody else out there that's doing something similar, you have worked on it, but before it was, like, we, like not offended by it, but you were like, oh, I'm like, why am I not here yet? Why am I not here yet? Like even like Stephen Bartlett's like Uh, a really good, Stephen
1: Bartlett's a great example.
0: So like, Kamal would love to be the youngest person on Dragon's Den. Uh. And obviously then Stephen Bartlett Obviously is now the youngest person on Dragon's Den and Kamal's not gonna make it But I think it was like one of those things firstly his goal setting is extremely high to be the youngest person on Dragon's Den So even if he falls significantly lower, it's not a massive issue But it shows how real that goal was in his head because when Stephen did it, he was annoyed mm. a little bit at first and now we watch it and actually he's like learning things from it and yeah. he respects Stephen Bartlett massively, but I think it was that thing where it was very like obviously competitive
1: yeah and it's been oh i can i can name I can i can give <laughs> names of people i've seen do well and go damn what what why didn't i what wasn't i and it like i've got better at the emotional side i think i used to get like quiet in a dark place about it mm. for too long yeah yeah yeah. now i'll get in my dark place but i won't spend too too long there. then and i'll mm. come out and go okay cool uh, what can I learn from this? What can I learn from this person? Because they've achieved something that I've always looked at as like a height. Wicket, what did they do? And I can sit down and watch interviews and break down and try and add that to my game. But yeah, the, the comparison is dangerous. Yeah, I agree. Competitiveness is healthy. And it's a very fine, fine. Yeah. line because you have to compare in order to compete. Otherwise, how do you know who's winning? But then you have to also step back and go, cool but you know what if i'm honest stephen bartlett started business at this age and he started in this industry which is a growth industry and da, 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 considered all those things i started at this age and i just thought hey i'll see what happens. there's there's just different levels of of goal and i i heard um something interesting the other day i was i was listening to this person he founded a billion dollar company he sold it and his exit A uh, tom billy look him up he's amazing but he was talking about, he did an interview with, I think, a thousand different people from a, a low-income area to give them jobs. And he asked one question. He asked everybody, magic genie, you can have anything in the world. What do you want? And he said, th- all of them said the same thing, which he was, he never thought would happen, but they all said a million dollars. And he was like, it's a magic genie. You can have anything. You all said a million. And he was like, you can't even buy a house in like Los Angeles for a million. Why? Why is everyone going there? And it was like just that—that that perspective of to them that would be pff, everything. To someone else in different scenario, they're like, "Oh, that's my starters." So yeah, it's it's a really interesting line to line to tread of be competitive, don't compare I'm for more sure than. I'm not sure I understand. I'm saying be competitive, <laughs> but don't don't compare for more than like ten minutes.
0: What do you like? Very briefly do you think you've ever lost out on a competition? And how do you feel? I hate losing.
2: <laughs> I really hate losing, but I think it's cause I've got like three older, like three brothers, two older and one younger. So my whole life, it's mm-hmm. a competition. It's who's gonna get to the kitchen first, yeah. who's gonna open their Christmas presents first. Like everything's a competition, but I feel like because I'm so used to being in competition with someone or comparing myself to someone, I don't really get offended when I do lose. It's kind of more like, okay, cool, what has that person got that I don't and how can I achieve it? Or how can I achieve it in my own way sort of thing?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think like, again, that comparison and competition is fully down to like knowing yourself. Like I think we can get bogged down because everyone obviously wants success, everyone wants a lot of money and the aeroplane clearly wants to annoy me today. (laughs) Um, But uh, I think it's one of those things of going, okay, did I want that as my first and foremost? No, I didn't. That's my it. first and foremost goal was to have kids and be happily married, and I've managed to do that. Yeah. So like, don't, I think every competition is like, you take, it, you take some, you lose some, um, and make sure you treasure the wins and make sure you learn from the losses, but don't let it take away from your goals. And if it does take away from your goals, then you need to work harder.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the, the key thing. Of what an actual goal is. A goal is something you've committed to doing. A goal isn't, oh my gosh, that would be so great. And and that's what helped me with the Stephen Baller situation. I sat down and went, how how much did you set that as a goal to be on Dragon's Den? Like, oh, I did set it as a goal. I called, what age were you thinking? Oh, by the time I'm like 35, 40. It's like, oh, okay, well, there's an instant difference. You hadn't committed to doing it by under 30, you were talking 35, 40. It was a nice to, if happens earlier, but that wasn't the goal.
2: Hmm. Yeah. So,
1: don't feel bad about not achieving something that someone else achieved when it was never your goal.
0: Yeah. Because
1: yeah. that would have still been young. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> <that's> otherwise, my <laughs>
0: gosh, we live in a society where someone will post Bensiaga trainers and you're like, oh, I want those now. Yeah. And that will be your next goal. And it's like, if we're just going to change goals that quickly, yeah. then the goals will never stop and you'll never actually get your own goal because you'll be buying bloody balenciaga trainers that you didn't want mm-hmm. um so i think to wrap up goals are incredibly important and like storm said it's really good to have both smaller goals and larger goals so the larger goals don't become overwhelming and mm-hmm. you take the small wins on your way um and then i think in regards to competition i hope that competition is not dead and i hope that people can it's... go out and compete and learn and not be offended or feel like it takes away from who they are because that's not what competition is for competition is there for you to make the best person of who you could be um so all in all i think that's it to wrap up any last words
2: yeah just want your goals enough to accept rejection as well because think Mm. about oprah she was told you're never going to be a tv personality (laughs) how many times like over 40 times and each time she was like not with you then not with you then and then eventually she was like cool i'm going to do it myself so she wanted it enough to be like all of you said no but i still say yes so Mm. it's gonna happen yeah. yeah
1: absolutely uh, i think for me it's
0: you get it back
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you sit down and and i think you should sit down and decide what your goals are top two top three maybe but decide on them and commit to them and ask yourself am i willing to match my work ethic and this ambition hmm. if you are wicked you've got a fantastic goal go for it if you look at that you go do you know what that's going to take this much work and i'm not willing to have an honest conversation with yourself is that goal actually for you and if not let's reassess and find something that's going to make you want to work as hard as you need to to get it not these things that are like oh i'd kind of like it. get to that thing which i don't know what it is for you and i don't want to even put things out there because sometimes people hear and go oh i'll run with that but sit with yourself what do you want are you willing to work as hard as it will take and if so there's your goal chuck that down And if you're getting
0: Ds and Cs right now and your goal is to get Ds and Cs, then that's not a goal and you need to change it. Otherwise, you'll just be really unhappy for a really long time.
1: Yeah, because you're going to get used to this idea of my goals are going to be set based on my current ability. That's not a goal. That's just your standard. That's just where you're at right now. Your goal should never be just to be where you are now. Mm -hmm. You might as well aim for the A's because if it goes wrong, you get a B. If it goes terrible, you get a C, which is still better than the D you were looking at before. So, hundred percent agree with that. Don't set yeah. goals where your current ability is. It makes comfort no sense. Comfort is
2: the enemy of progress, guys. You Ooh. should never be it's too comfortable. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: no, I
0: completely agree. I can't remember the last time I was comfortable.
1: <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Jeez, there comfort, you go. <laughs> success,
0: exactly. Um, not full success. Yeah, I'm definitely not Stephen Violet or Molly <laughs> May, but um, I don't. I definitely. I don't really like comfort anyway. I feel mm. bored. Um, But yes, so thank you very much both of you for your insights and hopefully you'll go and think about those two goals that they could be Mm -hmm. um, and really think hard about it and see whether they fit with your values and like Kamal said, if your work ethic isn't there try and think about why it's not there and change it. Perfect, thank you very much and I will let Kamal do his piece out as that's becoming like a regular (laughs) thing that needs to happen now. And I'm definitely not going to do it because I would just say There's got to
1: be an episode, all right? And I should have said it last episode because that was number 50, but I missed it, so we'll wait till 100, all right? There's got to be an episode. Where there's a landmark and you get to do it, all right? But thank you for listening right, to the... i
0: do that you said, sorry, get to do it, I'd want to do it. I, don't, I could <laughs> do it
1: now, I just don't want to. You, you don't get... What? You want really to see it as like a privilege, like a rite of passage, like driving past the Emirates Stadium on the train and salute into Arsenal. Fair enough, fair enough. Ladies and gents, thanks for watching the Little Higher podcast. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs> I met Stephen and um, salute the, the, the Emirates as we went by. And he, and he did. I was so proud. He, he fought it. He fought it. And I was like, yeah, how Stephen. how many times did you ask? Uh, 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 seven. So look, Stephen like, this is a, look at it.